Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. in the NHL just getting underway Blackhawks and the Wild the Islanders will play the Coyotes and starting in about an hour after shocking your Edmonton Oilers last night in a shootout the St. Louis Blues now will take on the Calgary Flames Oilers with an optional practice today they are back on the ice in game action tomorrow afternoon yes the lovely Edmonton Oilers matinee game against the Anaheim Ducks 12:30 for the faceoff show here on 6:30 Chad and the puck will drop at two then a couple road games for the Oilers on Monday and Wednesday final game before Christmas is a home game against the Vancouver Canucks tonight but yes it will be the Anaheim Ducks tomorrow so what were you talking about with your friends today and your co-workers and whoever else you ran into when you're talking about hockey and the Edmonton Oilers what were you talking about were you talking about blown leads were you talking about Darnell Nurse were you talking about offside were you talking about video review I'd like to know. I'd like you to talk to me about it because I'm sure there are things going through your brain and I want to let you know we have plenty of time for you tonight on the hotline powered by CertainTeed, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation and ceiling systems. CertainTeed Pro all the way. It's 780-496-0063. You can email me inside sports at 630ched.com and follow me on Twitter at Reed Wilkins, R-E-I-D-W-I-L-K. INS. Okay, so we have much to discuss, and I'm going to tell you in advance, you're not going to like everything I have to say. And some of you might be thinking, yes, Reed, that's normal. I never like anything you have to say. Um, but I, I think uh, just maybe beyond that tonight, maybe because I, I think you're probably thinking, old Reed's going to comfort me. Old Reed's going to let me know everything's all right. Old Reed's going to let me know that the Oilers are never going to have a call like that not go their way again. Well, I can't tell you that. That would be wrong of me to do that. So I'm not going to tell you that, and that's probably going to disappoint you. So be prepared to be disappointed. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great way to pro... That should be the slogan for the show, Kellen. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Be prepared to be disappointed, but at least you get a canned ham to go with you. Kellen's not responding. He's probably answering phone calls. No, I think it's great. I'm just trying to figure out how we're going to spin that into the marketing, though. Well, we'll, we'll figure it out. We have gurus for that. Sure. Anyway, um, you, usually when I, I present stuff from uh, Oilers practice, when the players talk or when Jay Woodcroft does his media availability, we usually 
edit the tape so all the questions and jibber jabby with the the media guys asking questions is is cut out but today uh in the hall of fame room i i had a series of questions for jay woodcroft because i wanted to ask about how they were handling that late in the game you have a power play with a one goal lead and you give up the goal and then you lose in a shootout so that's pretty unfortunate. Uh, somebody said to me, in football terms, the Oilers had the lead and the ball in the final minute and couldn't get a first down to put it away or turned it over and lost. So I thought that was an interesting analogy. So anyway, uh, but I, I got to ask Whitcroft a series of questions. He wasn't totally willing maybe willing's not the right word and you'll hear this i don't think jay was really interested in diving into where i wanted to go with it because i asked some specific questions but then i was trying to ask some big picture stuff as well just about handling late game situations the importance of late game situations winning those late game situations that whether it's it's fair or not sometimes a close game might just come down to one play at the end and then that changes how you look at the whole game he didn't really seem to want to go there too. I'm not and I'm not criticizing I mean he can answer however he wants so anyway here's the uh, here's the Q&A I had with Woody earlier today good day Jay good day Reed you you were in a bit of an unusual situation last night the team was with a lead in the last minute and a power play mm-hmm that is such a rare situation is it ever practiced talked about planned for and will it be now if talked about for sure uh, just through you know it happens more than you think maybe a couple times a year um and in those situations uh my tendency and i would say most coaches tendency is to put two defensemen on the ice and treat it as a what it most likely is going to end up as which is a five on five situation can you play keep away if you get the puck and not shoot if a team i guess they didn't do it but if they play a traditional yeah i think if you rewound that that tape you'd see how things played out there and obviously we made a mistake and um and they made us pay is it i mean i guess just a general it's it's as a coach i know you want to plan for every single game situation is that even realistic <laughs> as you go through your career you know what i've learned in my time as a coach reed is that uh, you can't just like as a parent you can't be a helicopter parent and you can't be a helicopter coach um you know we have believe we had the right people on the ice we didn't get the job done um but um you know we try and arm our players with the tools they need to be successful in every situation last night we were made to pay when we made a mistake is that just a testament to and maybe this is kind of a big picture question about not just hockey about pro sports i mean I mean, sometimes you watch a football game, it's an even game, but one team converted the third and 10 after the two-minute warning and they won. Like, is that just a testament to sometimes things just come down to those late games? I would say I wouldn't uh, overcook this one. I think we made it an error where we turned a puck over on a play um, that is normally made and we didn't make it and we were made to pay. And as a result, we got one point instead of two. All right. Well, I don't think I was overcooking anything. I think I was uh, uh, cooking it to an appropriate temperature for an appropriate length of time. <laughs> but 
I, I mean, look, Woody's kind of sticking with that. It, it was an error that was made. Yeah, perhaps it's an error that's not usually going to be made in that situation, but it was made and was a part of uh, the Oilers winding, losing that game in a shootout. So uh, there you go. 780-496-0063. I'm happy to welcome Goalie Doc back to Inside Sports. Goalie Doc, go ahead. Oh, hi, Reed. I'm disappointed. <laughs> Anyways, I'm on phone to wish you a Merry Christmas. And What are you disappointed clear- about? Well, I'll tell you in a minute there. Okay. About the, about, yeah. And um, I just wanted to clear up the thing. I'm not related to goalie Greg. I have a brother named Greg. He's not a goalie, but he had two brothers that were goalie. <laughs> that's right. We have a caller named goalie Greg. And we, yeah, I think you've so been no calling in longer. Than, but yeah, that's it's, cool. It's funny, yeah. So I, I'm um, basically, we know that uh, they should have punted in the last minute, even though the situation they're in. But the thing I was disappointed about was uh, about the, the goal called, uh, called back. Um, I, le- I listened at noon to Bob, and he had the guy on telling how that I didn't realize that the last 60 uh, seconds of a game, they will review everything, and then if there's a goal in overtime. I kind of wondered. Yes, uh, there's no like coach's God, challenge in the last minute of the third period at an overtime. Situation room like, initiates yeah, it. Yeah, and it sounded like God was coming from out when they all of a sudden said there's no goal there. But my, what I have a problem with is why I'm disappointed about it was that you know, um, I heard uh, Tyson Berry talk about if uh, Connor McDavid thought he had control of the puck, he probably did. And then they started talking. It almost sounded like like we talk when we're medical. We use terms that people don't understand. When they're talking about possession versus con- uh, control or whatever, and, and he was trying to explain that on the, the person Bob had. Yeah, um, from Dave the, Jackson. I'm going to run those clips later on. Yeah, that's good. I think he should run that. But I, I still have trouble... It started to seem like, you know, like, you know, they're breaking everything down. I understand now they have to because of what's been put in. But, again, I like your take on it. I know you're, you're, uh, you're um, that's what I'm disappointed about. It. I, I thought it's kind of getting where it's almost so technical rather than hockey. Yeah, I, and I, I, I get that. It can be frustrating. I, I mean, I remember a few years ago in the NFL, the catch or no catch thing, and it's like, oh, the ball is sliding down his body so he doesn't have control of it. Well, actually, yeah. he has control of it, but he's running yeah. it at near sprinter's speed as he's yeah. trying to catch it, and when you watch it frame by frame, of course, the football is not completely still as, he, yeah. <laughs> as he's carrying I, I, it. I just, I just like what Tyson Berry said last night after that of Connor McDavid thinks he had control of it. Who are we are to act to? Right, but the but the 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 and I I heard Dave Jackson and I I also talked yeah. to a couple own of my own officiating contacts today yeah. and they said the problem was Connor wasn't the first person to touch the puck once it crossed the blue line. Yeah. So you can't yeah. say it. it you can't, I mean, if this happened against the Oilers and they allowed the goal yeah. and they said, yeah. well, we're going to allow the goal because it's Nathan McKinnon and he's so damn good. But if it's Devin <laughs> Shore, the goal wouldn't be allowed on the exact yeah, same play. Yeah, you can't, so. you can't yeah. do that. It just has to be what yeah. happens I, on the video. I, yeah, yeah, I realize that. Yeah. All right. Well, I wish you Merry Christmas and uh, just tell everybody to uh, to uh, uh, contribute to uh, Santa Anonymous and, uh, and also to the Christmas Bureau, two of our favorite... Uh, um, charities. Thanks. Excellent thought. That is Goalie Doc at 780-496-0063. Big Bad Joe is also on the line. Big Bad Joe, you usually only call in after games. You must be fired up to call, be calling into Inside Sports. Yeah, I was, but uh, I, I have I have one thing, though, but I first want to say I sent you a text on Tuesday when you had Kelly Rudy on, and I love the guy. I remember what he had 6.7 something goals again yeah, yeah. in his first year. Yeah, in medicine hat. When I sent, yeah, when I sent you that text from 
but they are still trying to block the holes that was not meant for the Edmonton Oilers, though, because I would never text something like that about my Oilers. But, I mean, at the last night, oh, man, I was ready to buy a plane ticket and go to Toronto and shake some hands. Yeah, I think that was an horrible call, though. You didn't like the call? How come? No. You know, it's from... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's offside, it's no offside. You know, if they, if they want to fix the game, then they have to say, hey, your skates are in before the puck. Doesn't matter if you're in control, it's offside. Because it is, it is you know, if it, and I dare to, to say that, uh, Reed, if it would have been the Toronto Maple Leafs, there would have been no call made. You know, oh, I don't know. But I, I don't buy into that they're out to get the Oilers or to cheat or anything like uh, that, I, Joe. I, I don't buy into that. Okay, yeah, but I mean, that is just my opinion, though. It's funny, uh, you know, I was, but maybe it's because I'm frustrated, though. Yeah, well, and you're allowed to be frustrated. And yes, you're allowed to have an opinion. I, I'm not going to yeah, yeah, push yeah, yeah. any, any. Just, just, one, yeah. just one more thing, Reed, eh? but yeah. it can be really important. Is Darnell Nurse 100%? Is Darnell Nurse 100% healthy? Yeah. I, I think so. I mean, he's playing, so he's well enough to play. I think he's just yeah, had... Uh, he, he played in the playoffs, too, though. I, I think he's just had some poor games. Um, I love the guy. As Rob said last night, you know, and I know most fans aren't going to think about this because I know some people are really hung up on the contract. Rob said the point with Darnell Nurse isn't how much money he makes. The point is that we know he can play better, whether he's making yeah. $9 million or 900 so hopefully you will. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with you on that. All right. You know, and I love the, I love the guy. All right. Thanks, Big Bad Joe. Yeah. We appreciate yeah. it. Uh, good call from Big Bad Joe. 780-496-0063. Like I said, plenty of time for you guys to chime in tonight. All, speaking of referees, not a hockey ref, but we're going to have former FIFA official Edmonton's Dave Gantar in studio from 7 to uh, about 8 o'clock tonight, and he'll take your questions on refing VAR, you know, theory of refereeing, dealing with players. I know he's not a hockey ref, but we can talk about some of that stuff with him as well. Uh, yeah, but check in with me now if you want, and we'll get to those uh, comments from Dave Jackson on Oilers now. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta's precedent-setting injury lawyers. All right, a note from the Oilers tonight. Marcus Niemelainen called up from the Bakersfield Condors. Uh, Brad Malone uh, placed on uh, waivers earlier today as well. So Niemelainen called up the hard-hitting defenseman back with the Oilers. ESPN rules analyst Dave Jackson speaking with Stoff earlier today on the McDavid offside. When I watched it live, I went, ooh, that's a close play at the blue line. Okay. <laughs> and then when they broke it down, um, you know, it's it's textbook textbook offside. And uh, the reason I say that is Connor has possession and control of that puck as he's approaching the blue line. As his feet hit the blue 
line. He no longer touches the puck. He propels it, almost like passing it to himself. His feet enter the zone. The puck's no longer on his stick. The puck crosses the blue line behind him. And if he were to regain control of that puck, he would have been onside. The problem is, he never touches that puck again until he receives the pass from Dreisaitl. And in, in no sense of the rule is that considered to be control. He propelled it to himself, but he was prevented from touching it. He then engaged physically with the defenseman. The puck then went to the defenseman's partner, who poke-checked it. It went to Dreisaitl, who was the second person that touched that puck. And Dreisaitl passed it to McDavid, and that's the first time McDavid touched the puck inside the blue line. That, that's just not control. All right, so that is uh, four Former referee, now a rules analyst on ESPN, Dave Jackson, explaining uh, the play. And uh, that's what a couple other people I spoke to today as well said, too. So that's uh, that's why they waved it off. 780-496-0063. We have Warren standing by. Hello, Warren. Hello. How are you doing? Good. First of all, I'd like to wish everybody in Chad a very Merry Christmas and the best in the new year. I listen to you guys morning, noon, evening, pre-game, and post-game. Well, I appreciate that you put up with me that much. Thank you. <laughs> well, it's not putting up. I enjoy it. Okay, first of all, I really dislike that advertising moving while the play is going on. It's a distraction. Oh, on the boards. Yes. Okay. Well, I, I'm glad you told me that because important people are going to hear that. I, I, you're not the first person to complain about it, so thank you. And another one is that picking the puck up and moving out front and throwing it in. You're not supposed to be carrying the puck. Oh, the lacrosse-style goal? Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't think an oiler has ever done that. I think, was it Forsberg did it to the Oilers a few years ago? Might have been? Well, it, it happens, you know, but... It shouldn't be allowed. All right. It's a, it's a different game. You know, I, Warren, I feel like this is Festivus. This is just your airing of grievances, like on Seinfeld. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're not even talking about last night's game. <laughs> well, I was disappointed in, in the end result. And I'm not that uh, disappointed about the call on the offside. I was disappointed in uh, Nurse's performance. Well, they, the Oilers blew the game. Nurse didn't have a good night, and yeah. they blew the game. I mean, there were other players involved in blowing it. Uh, but, yeah, they blew the game. That's the first thing I said on the on overtime open line last night. They blew it. Yeah, should have won. Uh, I mean, you give up a goal less than a minute after going ahead 3-1. You still got a one-goal lead with a power play in the final minute, and uh, and you blow it. So the, the offside discussion aside, yes, the, the, the Oilers blew it. So uh, that's why they're 17-13-1 instead of 18-13. and 13. Jay, you're up next on the phone line. we got to do the news and weather here first. Uh, as I was mentioning earlier, really looking forward to this. Former FIFA referee, Edmonton native. He's a great story. Uh, Dave Gantar is going to be in, and he's going to take calls. I, I know he's not a hockey ref, but he can talk about video review, how things get ironed out, how it works in the World Cup. That's going to be a lot of fun.